Welcome back to the Leading Yourself podcast. This week, we are continuing our conversation around intentional living. Last week, we talked about what intentional living is and what is not. And I shared the one thing, if you're just going to do one thing that can help you live more intentionally, what that is. If you want to find out, make sure you find you listen to last week's podcast episode. This week, we're going to be talking about 10 areas of our lives where we all can be a little bit more intentional. And I'm going to be sharing with you what I'm trying in each of these areas to be myself more intentional. Before we get started with today's podcast episode, make sure that you download the workbook that you can find on the show notes of the episode so you can follow along. And now, let's continue our conversation. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Let's continue our conversation around intentional living. Last week, we talked about what intentional living is and what is not. I share with you a little bit of the reason why this is a thing for me this year. And if I had to add anything to why intentional living, I would say that I feel that every year time goes by faster and faster. I don't know where 2022 went. Since the pandemic, I, it's hard for me to put my finger on what year did something happen. It's all a blur. And on top of that, I feel like since I became a mom, and this has been 13 years now ago, because uh, my oldest has 13, I feel like time has gone even faster. And one day you look at your kids, and in my case, I look at my oldest son, and I have to look up. He's taller than me, and I, this feeling of where did time went? When does this, when did this happen? He was a baby yesterday and now he's taller than me. And I know that eventually he's gonna go, you know, on his own to college and have his life. And the amount of time that we have left with him is, it's short. And especially how fast times go. So if I could slow down time, I would, and I know that I can't, but I can make it feel like it goes slower when I slow down my pace. I think the reason why we feel time goes by so fast is because we are moving fast. And if we take the time to slow down, then time will feel as it goes slower. And I'm all for it because the more time I can get, or the more time I feel I can get, um, that will make me really happy. So that is 
just to add something to what I said last week, a reason why intentional living is something that I am exploring and I really want to embrace this year. Then I'll see, right? If at the end of 2023, I feel a difference on how fast I feel time went this year versus last year. Um, It's all a big experiment. And I also realized that it is a journey, as I was saying last week. So it is not perfect. Uh, It hasn't been perfect this far since I started focusing more and being more intentional about this. There are days that are better than others. And I feel that that is something that we need to learn to be okay with. I need to learn to be okay with. So now on today's podcast episode, I want to share different areas in our lives where we can be a little bit more intentional and it's going to be different for all of us, right? So there might be areas that you want to be more intentional on and those areas might be different than mine, but I want to share kind of different areas where I feel and I think we could be all a little bit more intentional, starting with myself and maybe share a little thoughts on what I am doing to be a little bit more intentional in this area, hoping that that inspires you to ask yourself, how can I be more intentional in this area of my life? So here we go. Um, And I think there are like eight to 10 areas that I listed. We'll see as we go. Number one is our health. This one is maybe a little bit obvious. Um, more obvious than others that we're going to talk about today. But I think our health, and that involves physical, mental, and emotional health, are areas where we can be more intentional. When it comes to our physical health, right, we're talking about our well-being, our body, and that relationship that we have with our bodies, Um, the time and the energy that we spend feeling good and having good, vibrant energy. That is personally a big priority of mine, having good, sustained, vibrant energy so I can do all the things that I want to do. Things that fall into our physical health include nutrition, sleep, posture, hydration, skincare, right? Just to name a few things where we can maybe start to be a little bit more intentional. Letting go of certain expectations that we might have about ourselves and paying less attention to other things, right? Are there any expectations that you have of yourself that don't feel true to yourself? This is an area where we can be more intentional around our health. Um, Living intentionally is not about creating the perfect life, but sometimes it can mean letting go or not being perfectly in alignment and be okay with not being perfect. And I think this relates a lot with that relationship we have with our bodies and overall physical health. But just understanding that there is no perfection when it comes to intentional living, right? So when it comes to our health, asking ourselves, how can I be more intentional about taking care of myself? 
That is a great question to ask ourselves at any given point in time because I mentioned this before, you can have a million dreams and goals and you can work in a million things until your health suffers. And then you will only have one goal, one dream, and that is to be healthy. And we take our health for granted many times, right? And I think it's important that we are we become more intentional about taking care of ourselves because if we want to be the best version of us, the best um the the best person, the best partner, the best parent, the best friend, the best at what we do, we need to be the best us. And that involves being healthy in all levels, physical, mental, and emotionally. Talking about mental health, this has to do a lot with how can we be more intentional about our thoughts and what goes in our head, right? How do we feed our minds? How intentional are we with what we consume that feeds our thoughts, that feeds our minds? How intentional are we about picking positive thoughts? Um, and making sure that we are not taking things too personal, maybe, or that we are taking the time to reflect. And emotional health um, has to do with how we feel and what goes in our heart, right? Mental health is it's more of our head space, right? And emotional health more of our heart space, but what are some habits that we can invite into our lives that can help us protect our mental and an emotional energy and energize us both mentally and emotionally? One great way to go about this, a very simple exercise that I always love to do and I do on a regular basis once in a while is to make a list of what are the things that energize you and what are the things that drain your energy? What are the people that energizes you? And what is the people? What are the people that drain your energy? What are the activities? The things that really bring the best of you and make you feel energized physically, mentally, and emotionally. And what are the things that drain you, that you drag, that you procrastinate around? That is a great exercise to then try to be more intentional about letting go of the things that drain our energy and do more and invite more in our lives of the things that energize us, that makes us feel more aligned with our true selves. Okay, the next area of our lives where we can be more intentional is resources. This might be one that you were not expecting. Maybe you were. When I talk about resources, I am talking about three big resources that we all have, and those are time, money, and energy. And in this category of resources, there's many other things that could fall here. But for me, these three are big, my time, my money, and my energy. So how can I be more intentional about these things? And I talk about this concept in the previous, I don't know, at least two podcast episodes on auditing how aligned 
are you in how you're spending your time, your energy, and your money in relation to what matters most to you? If I say that my family is what matters most to me, but I am only giving my family what is left of me and not the best of me, if I'm not spending time with them and I'm not giving them the best energy that I have, then I am not in alignment, right? So being intentional is about finding more alignment between where are you using these resources, time, money, and energy that is more aligned with what matters most to you. So time and energy, I think, are even more important than money for me personally. So once again, coming back to what I mentioned on the previous section, identifying what are your energy boosters and what are your energy drainers, where and to who are you giving the best of you, the best energy that you have, with who are you spending your time, right? And trying to focus on simplifying our lives so we can do that in a way that is not adding more stress to our lives. And then from a money standpoint, another way to be intentional is maybe starting a budget or tracking our spending and looking at, as we track our spending, how aligned our spending is with the things that matter most. So that area of resources is one where personally I have to do some work um, and just, first of all, becoming more aware of how I'm spending my resources, especially my time and my energy, to what am I giving my best energy and how I am incorporating more things that boost my energy versus drain my energy. The next area of our lives where I think we can be more intentional is our environment. This has to do with the places where we spend most of our time um, and how are those places affecting you, right? Are there changes you can make so it feels more comfortable, more inviting, where you feel grounded and able to recharge? For me, I work from home most of the time. So one thing that I did is I moved my desk so I get natural light every day. For years, over the pandemic for two years, I worked facing a wall with the window behind me. And I didn't get the benefits of sunlight for two years, right? It was as easy as change the direction of my desk. But just being intentional about how my physical space supports me and supports other areas of my life, like my mental and my emotional health, or just helps me to feel more grounded and more energized. And since I spent a lot of time in my house, this year I want to be more intentional about making my house a welcoming place for me and my family, but also as we have friends over or people over visiting. Um, but the environment, um, I think it extends to how is your environment supporting you in focusing on the things that matter most? If you say, you know, my health is a priority this year and I want to start working out more consistently this year, a way of being more intentional around your environment is having a dedicated space where you can work out at home. Maybe 
um, getting some equipment that you can use, um, getting your clothes ready the day before. That's also part of your environment and it's part of being more intentional. So you can honor your the promises that you made to yourself around the things that matter most to you. I think that's also an, an example on how we can look at environment. The other area is, and this is number four, is work and career. How can you be more intentional around your career in general and then you at work? And I think we can do a podcast episode just in this area of career and work. And I think sometimes it's just a matter of, again, slowing down and asking ourselves, what do we really want? What are the things that we enjoy the most? Where do we see ourselves in three, five years from now? And how can we be more intentional about creating the opportunities for ourselves to develop the skills that we're going to need in the future to achieve our goals, our visions around our career? And then in the short term, in our jobs at work, how can I be more intentional in aligning with the priorities of that I have at work? I personally sometimes struggle with this, right? Because there's so many things that I want to do, so many areas where I make I want to make an impact that prioritizing becomes a challenge. And I think being more intentional is being able to prioritize and to honor those priorities and show up for those priorities in a way that you're constantly asking yourself, for example, what can I do this week to make progress towards my goals at work? What can I do today to make progress towards my goals at work? Just asking questions like that can make a big difference in us being more intentional on how we show up at work and how we're investing in building the career that we want. Especially if your career is a priority for you, being intentional about the steps you take, the trainings you attend, the experiences you gain, the exposure that you get at work and outside of work to support build the career that you want. Okay, number five, this one also, one that maybe you were not expecting to see in the list, but is our downtime. How can be how can we be more intentional with our downtime? The time that we're not working on, we're not being active in any other way. Some people have more, some people have less downtime. I know I usually was not getting a lot of downtime and I'm intentional about creating more downtime for myself by saying no to a lot of different side projects that I was involved in so I can create more downtime for myself. But when you examine your downtime, can you look at what are you doing in that time? I know that when I examined mine, I realized that I was spending most of the time just scrolling on my phone mindlessly. And as an introvert, that was my escape mechanism, right? I was so busy all day that when I had a break, when the day was over and I was just sitting in bed, maybe just resting after dinner and I would just scroll on my phone because it was my way of, okay, 
like just being my little bubble and and I thought it was recharging me, but I realized that maybe not so much, right? So I realized this is not how I want to spend my downtime. The question is, what can you do more of or less of during your downtime? I personally believe that our downtime is a prime time to rest and recharge. So ask yourself, what are the ways that you best rest and recharge? What are the things that allow you to recharge ourselves? One thing that personally for me recharges me is this, right? Preparing for a podcast, reading a book, listening to a podcast, listening to music, like doing things that fuel my mind are things that help me recharge because typically those are things that I do by myself as an, an introvert. Sometimes I just need me time. And those are things that I enjoy and that re-energize me when I have that downtime. But sometimes it's about connection and connecting with others, especially if I haven't um, connect with a lot of people that week. My way of recharging is by going ha have some coffee with a friend sometimes is to go for a walk in nature so have you ever done an inventory of what are the ways that you prefer to rest and recharge and that looks different for every person so having an inventory of what works best for you is a great place to start so when you have downtown you can be more intentional about it instead of scrolling mind mindlessly on the phone or binge watching Netflix with nothing wrong with those things, right? Once in a while doing those things might be the best way for you to rest and recharge. But if that is what you do every time, all the time that you have downtime, ask yourself, is there something that I can do that might be more productive that might help me to set myself for success when I get out of my downtime. So for example, for me on weekends, and I did a podcast episode, I linked it on the show notes of this episode, but I did an episode on habits of things that I do on Sundays that help me rest, recharge, and get ready for the week ahead. And for me, that is such a productive way to spend my downtime in a way that is helping me set myself for success for the week ahead. So things like planning my week, like stocking up on groceries, like meal prepping, like planning my meals for the week, all those things are helping me simplify the week ahead. And stay tuned because Simplifying our lives is coming soon here in the Leading Yourself podcast. We're going to be talking more about how can we simplify more our lives in order to make the space to be more intentional in all of these other areas that we're talking about. Okay, another area where we can be more intentional is our relationships. And this is how I started today's podcast episode, sharing with you about um my son. Um, and I also have a daughter, a six-year-old. I have much more time left with her, but still, I want to enjoy every moment that I have. And I want to make sure that I'm very intentional about giving them the best of me and not what is left of me. We talked about this 
last week. So for me in this area of relationships, the key is to ask ourselves, are we spending enough time with the people that matter most to us? Are you spending enough time with the people that matters most to you? Do an audit. You can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. I don't know if you have heard that quote. Let me repeat it one more time. You can change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. So while you can change the attitudes, the, the personalities, the, the, how people is, the people that is around you, you can change the people that you surround yourself with. Are you surrounding yourself with the right people? Are you intentional about who are you surrounding yourself with? Who do you want to spend less time with is what I'm trying to say, right? A lot of times uh, we say, I'm not spending enough time with my family. I'm not spending enough time with my friends. Well, in order to make the time to spend with those people that matter most to you, you might need to spend less time with other people. Who are those people? Because the day only has 24 hours. And just like with projects and activities, anytime you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So what are your definite yes? Who are the people that you want to spend most time with? And look beyond your family. I think that one a lot of times is obvious for a lot of us, but also thinking about what are the type of people that you want to have in your life, the people that bring the best out of you, the people that energize you, the people that you can learn from and you can contribute to. I have talked many times here on the podcast about the power of community. So when we talk about relationships is not only our family and friends, but also that extended group of people that we interact with. And how can we be more intentional about that? I know for me, I've been so busy that I haven't made enough time to stay in touch with friends, right? And time goes by and the when I realized that it's been months before I have talked to some friends and nothing against my friends, it's all on me, right? Because I prioritize other things in that moment. And I think that is actually something that I am repeating and reminding myself more often is not that I don't have time to go with my friends, is that I am deciding to make other things a priority in that point in time. And sometimes life is going to shift your priorities and there's going to be seasons where you're really busy and you have a lot going on. Don't let that become your norm and remind yourself that it's not that you don't have time, it's that you're prioritizing something else. And what is that something else that you're prioritizing over those relationships. I think that's a great reflection for all of us to spend some time once in a while. Okay, the next area, number seven, is fun and recreation. Personally, this is one area where I want to be more intentional this year. 
And I talk about downtime. For me, is my weekends, how I am spending my weekends. Yes, I want to spend my weekends um, preparing myself and setting myself for a successful week ahead. But I also want to invite more fun and more recreation into my weekends. And not only my weekends, but every day. How can I incorporate more fun at work? How can I incorporate more fun with my kids? Uh, We're trying to have like board game nights with my kids. Um, And I say we're trying because not every week happens. But we're trying to create rituals around getting together and spending time away from electronics and having fun together. And now it's the winter, so we're finding alternatives indoors. But as the weather gets warmer, what are ways that you can have fun outside? And you can have fun outside on the winter as well. That's just not my jam. I'm going to be completely honest. Okay, another area, this is number eight, where we can be more intentional. This is one of my favorite because I tend to be very intentional in this area. But lately, I feel that I have been very distracted in this area as well. And I want to get back at being more intentional around my personal growth. So growth is number eight in the list. Um, For me, big priority, because I consider myself someone with a growth mindset, someone that always likes to learn. I consider myself a lifelong learner. The ways that I recharge and I re-energize myself is by learning, by spending time in my personal growth. But I want to be more intentional about it. How can you be more intentional about your growth? Let me share what has worked for me. I think being more intentional around your growth starts with self-awareness, with really being aware of what your strengths and your weaknesses are, being aware of what your priorities are, being aware of what you're curious around, and then aligning your growth plan to that, being intentional about how and what you consume that is aligned to those things. So I'll give you an example. I am a lifelong learner and I always get excited every time that I get a new book recommendation. In fact, anytime I interview someone, I meet someone, I'm always asking, what are you reading now? Do you have any book recommendations to me? And that's how I pick a lot of times, what is the next book that I'm going to read? Or if there's an author that I personally um, like and they're just releasing a new book, that's the book that I'm going to be reading, right? But I realize that I can be more intentional with what I consume and what I focus on my personal growth by aligning it with what I know about myself, knowing what Again, my strengths and development areas are, what are my interests? What are the things that I'm focusing on? What are the things that I'm curious about? So this year, my word of the year is intentional. And living more intentionally is a big focus of mine this year. So like literally yesterday, I ordered two books around intentional living. These were not books that someone 
recommended to me, even though I've been asking and now I'm more intentional about the questions that I ask when I ask people, do you have a book recommendation? I don't leave it at that, but I'm saying, do you have any book recommendation on intentional leading? So I'm making that connection, right? I'm being more intentional with where I am growing and what I am consuming in terms of podcasts and books. And, um, you know, I want, I always like to go enroll to a class on my personal time. So I'm going to be looking for things that contribute to what I'm focusing on, whether it is intentional living or whether it is an area of my life where I'm trying to be more intentional right now. Um, so that's what I mean by being more intentional with your growth. And it starts with self-awareness. So think about what are you focusing on this year? What are your priorities this year? What is areas where you want to grow this year? And then align all that you consume around those areas. Be intentional about signing up for the course that aligns with that area that you're trying to grow. Or if we talk about work and career earlier, if there are skills that you know you're going to need to enable you to get where you want to go in your career, be intentional about aligning that with your personal growth. And for me, another area of being intentional around personal growth, and this is very personal to me, is journaling more, reflecting more, because a lot of the learning happens by me reflecting on experiences that I've been exposed to that I lived. So I have become more and more reflective and I want to be more intentional about those reflections. So I can talk about more of this about this on a separate episode. We can make a whole episode about this. But for today, let's move on to the next category. And I have a couple more categories for you. One is boundaries. Um, setting and respecting your boundaries. And that just starts with when and what to say yes and when and what to say no. And maybe back to the previous podcast episode around intentional leaving where I share with you that if there was just one thing that you do to live more intentionally is to improve the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. There is a direct correlation between the questions that you ask yourself and the quality of your life. I am 100% convinced of that. So anytime that you're about to say yes or no to something, what questions can you ask yourself to be more intentional about your choices uh, around when and what to say yes and no to? So for example, if there is a new project that you can get involved or a new experience that it's offered to you, ask yourself, is this aligned with what matters most to me? If I say yes to this, what am I going to be saying no to? And is that thing that I will have to say no to in order to say yes to this more important to me right now? Those are some questions that you can ask yourself. I definitely asking myself those questions every time an opportunity comes up because I struggle to say no to things. I constantly saying yes to everything that comes my way. 
if it feels exciting. And I need to be more intentional about not just going by the excitement of the moment, by the shiny new object, but really asking myself, if I say yes to that, what is that I'm going to say no to? And are there other things that are more important to me right now in this moment that I can say yes to instead of this? Okay, and the last section, the last area where we can be more intentional, and I don't know how to call this area, but hear me. I think that we're always searching for more, more money, more things more time, more attention, more, 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 more. When is it enough? And why do we keep searching for more, whatever more is for you? Is it because we're looking to get something that we are missing in our lives? Is it because we are expecting that having more of whatever more is for you is going to make you feel more happy? Or is it out of habit, just because we're influenced all around by social media, by people around us, by everything, right? I think we live in a society where it's always more, 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 and more is better. And more is not always better. So are you searching for more out of habit? Or are you searching for more because you think that more is going to make you happier? And is it true? Will more make you happy? Because a lot of times that's what we think or that's what we tell ourselves. And then we get more. And then that more was never enough. And is never enough or we feel is, is not enough because we're not yet feeling what we thought we would feel when we got more. Um, I hope this is clear and I hope it resonates. But that is, I think, one area we all can be more intentional about. Do we need more? Whatever more is. And when is it enough? And this also translates into something that I am also working on as a result of this intentional living and that I will be sharing more with you in future podcast episodes, but it's just simplifying, right? How can we simplify our lives so we can make it easier to align our time and our energy and our money spending and everything else to what matters most. Because at the end of the day, that is what living more intentionally is about. To every day, taking attempts and little steps to be more aligned with what matters most to us. I hope this little mini-series on intentional living was helpful, was inspiring, hopefully uh, thought-provoking, and you're now thinking or asking yourselves different questions that you were not asking yourself before listening to this episode. If that is the case, I think it was a success. With that, if you think that anyone can benefit from this content, make sure that you share it with that friend, with that colleague at work, 
or in your social media. If you share in social media, make sure to tag me. You can find me as Leading Yourself Podcast, both in Instagram and Facebook. Um, so please tag me so I can personally give you thank you for spreading the word around the podcast. With that, I hope you have an amazing week ahead. I will see you here next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.